Hey everyone, this is RJ from the Dysfunctional Podcast. Uh, before we started this episode, I just wanted to kind of say a couple words about Orlando. We have gone through a lot in the past couple of weeks, and um, especially in our community, we've been kind of still been struggling to make sense of it all. But I just want to say that the biggest part about what helped us get through it was the outpouring of love and support from all of our friends and family from all around the world. Thank you so much for everyone who um, checked in on us, see if we were safe, how we were doing. Um, One of the things that we really wanted to make sure we did was to keep the podcast, keep it light, keep it fun, kind of help people get through their days with laughs and smiles. So once again, thank you so much And we are going to stay strong for everyone here in Orlando. Um, I know that the people here have kind of come to Disney and all the things that make Orlando great. And there's been such a strong sense of community since the tragedy. And that's, you know, beautiful to see. So once again, thanks everyone. Here's the show. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm RJ. And you're listening to the Dysfunctional Podcast. We're just two gay boys who can't get enough of that D. Yup. Gorsh. <laughs> no, that was good. That, that was, was good. That was better that was, than your Mickey. It's not. Shut up. No, it's good. No, it's not. Listeners, <laughs> it's good. You sound like you're like trying to breathe underwater. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's the show. can't find her if i ever had to audition for a musical and i had to sing a folk song that's the song i would or like that the banjo white people musical in the tonys yeah bright star bright star yeah two brothers one wore blue and one wore gray two brothers they were gay (laughs) two brothers no they weren't that's terrible well it's a made-up story guys i'm not even being mean yeah Okay, so that had nothing to do with what we're talking about today. The newest Pixar cinematic release, it is Finding Dory. So it's been, how many years since Finding Nemo? 13. 13 years. 2003. Okay, you watched Finding Nemo as a class, right? That was the first time you watched it. 2004. Yes, I I saw it with my entire fourth grade class. We went on a field trip and saw it in the theater. And I remember specifically... Everyone losing their mind during the, the whale, whale scene. scene. Yep. During the speak talk like a whale scene. I remember I watched it with my mom in the movie theater. I too could not stop laughing during the whale scene. I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen ever on TV. That was like pure comedy. I really thought for it was like, like a fourth grade. Yeah, I was like, this is comedy. This is what it means to make people make laugh. people laugh. I just thought Dory in general was just a hilarious person. Mm -hmm. I think they did a really good job telling a different side of her short-term memory loss Mm -hmm. in a way that, like, really made it real. Yeah, in the first one, it's obviously just played for humor. Yeah, it's like a comedic... Bit. Bit. But in this one, it's like a real disability that she has to, like, struggle with. And there's... 
there was like something really uh i really liked about that mm-hmm. there was something really cool about them actually like presenting it that way as opposed to just well should we talk about it yeah it's just yeah so okay here's my thing they really did a good job like making it an honest portrayal of like what it means to struggle and have like a they really went at it in like a mental disability or like a learning disability angle mm-hmm. which again i think is very important for kids to see i'm really into this like new trend of like disney incorporating real life messages messages into their movies but i mean even finding nemo to a certain extent did have the message of like keeping the coral reefs safe yeah that's true there was like i mean it wasn't as overt as i would say this is well, about it, it, i feel like it didn't feel as personal like it was like an overall message of like help clean like keep our environment clean yeah. i feel like for this it's like oh this is an actual like you know kids will see this and be like oh just like what like if i have a hard time at school or like oh that's just like my, the one person i know in school who has a hard time learning or whatever. yeah i thought they really made a good job of that i feel like they're this is what it feels like i feel like they're putting in an investment in like our generation now who will use these movies to teach our children about things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're like, we're going to do this message so that the people that watch this will show this movie to their kids. If they want to explain like what, uh, racism is <laughs> like in Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. But did you like it, Adam? Did you like the movie? I cried six times. So yes, I liked it. Um, I too was also I was I was a little worried, I guess all the trailers none of the trailers were like that stellar and then they released the clip early. They released the with clip crush. with Crush and I was like, Oh my god. It's the same movie again. Like mm-hmm. they literally are gonna do beat for beat Finding Nemo, but with Dory. And it's not that. So I was glad that it wasn't I mean, it's still, like, an adventure to the other side of the ocean, like, da-da-da, but it's not the same. It's also told, um, uh, um, 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 not from the parents' point of view, like, Nemo is with Marlin. It's told from, like, the child's point of view, like, Dory trying Dory to get back Dory as a child. Yeah, it's, show- like, they flash back and forth when Dory remembers more of, like, her as a kid Baby. Baby, baby, baby Dory. Dory. Her eyes are huge. She's two Ugh. floating eyeballs. Yep. And then a speck of blue. Um, Ugh. no, I really, I really liked it. I, um, I enjoyed. I mean, I guess spoiler alert. I enjoyed, um, like the car chase at the end. I really liked Hank, the septopus, the septopus. Because she may not remember things, but she knows how to count. Yeah. Um, I think that's fun. Like, one of her, like, she'll she'll remember the most random things, and, mm-hmm. which, which is funny, because then all of a sudden, like, she'll say something, and you're like, how did you know that? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the, some of the, like, reasons why she did what she did in the first one. Like, there was the song that her parents had taught her of Just Keep Swimming, so it wasn't just something she'd come up with, like, there, there were little things like that that really, like, tied in to the first one. Mm-hmm. 
that were really clever and pr- good. Um, I thought the voice acting was really good too. Yeah, I was a f- I. It was cool to listen to it and be like, oh, it literally picks up from where it left off. Like Ellen sounds the same. Like Marlon and Nemo. Like they're all. It really feels like nothing has changed. Like it's just this is the next chapter. Like it just happened. Even though it says it's a year later, they yeah. started off by saying it's a year later. But like, yeah, um, I really like the fact that she was born in an aquarium. Um, and I, I feel like they did a lot of like little tiny, just tiny, tiny references that, cause it's an aquarium, like the Marine Life Institute. And they do these small references about like theme parks and amusement parks. Cause like she does this thing where she sees the map and she's like, Oh my gosh, look at all these exhibits. Like you can't just do this park in one day. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. And then you see like stroller parking signs and like the different exhibits and like kids running around. I like, I like that. And it kind of shows like the perspective of fish that live in an aquarium. Mm -hmm. Like some people are like, some of the fish are like, Oh yeah. Like, like Hank, he's like, I want to go to Cleveland. I want to go to an aquarium, so I don't have to live in the ocean anymore. Because I, because he was scared that he couldn't live in the ocean because he lost a tentacle. Yeah. So I guess we want to talk about that too, about how all all of her new friends she makes, all also have disabilities. Yeah. Um, that's really the like theme of the whole movie is like. Pete even. Like, you, using your disability in order to help you succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Dory obviously has her short-term memory loss. Hank lost a tentacle, so he's a septopus. Um, Bailey, Bailey, who is a beluga whale? Beluga whale. He has, he, like, has a broken echolocation. I mean, it ends up getting fixed. But he has, like, broken echolocation, and then... Uh, Destiny, Destiny has, like, shark. really bad eyesight, and yeah. she, like, can't really see, so that's why, like, kind of her and Bailey are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Becky. Who's just... Who's, like, a crazy bird. <laughs> that's it. That's how... It, like, this character is literally, like, crazy bird with popping, bulging eyes. Yeah. I don't know. And then Rufus. Is Rufus Who, the... He was the sea lion. The, like, crazy sea the lion. The crazy sea lion. But, like, everybody had their own obstacle to overcome, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I thought it was really good. Yeah, like, looking back at it now, I was like, oh. I mean, we came into it. We came into it with the with the Zootopia mindset of, like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in this movie, so we're just going to have zero expectations. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. Like, that's been a good way to watch movies. Yeah. No, it was really well, good. would you say the same thing for Alice through the Looking Glass? No. <laughs> I, hadn't, I, Negative had, I had no expectations for it in general, and then it undermined Sank my... That. Well, then my mo- mom was like, oh, I really liked it. And I was like, did we see the same movie? <laughs> Whatever, that's fine. Um, but comparing this to Good Dinosaur, what do you think... Good. Di- I mean, okay. So, Good Dinosaur has the fact that it's an original story. Yes. So and knowing that, like, they had a hard time. Yeah. With it, because they were like, "Oh, this other idea, Inside Out, is so much better. Let's capitalize on this real quick." 
I, I, I mean, I still liked Good Dinosaur. I think, I think Dory had more humor, and I think um, Dory had a stronger story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the visuals were more spectacular in, in Good Dinosaur. Good Dinosaur. Yes. Um, but I liked both. I wouldn't say either one is like Pixar's greatest film. But it, neither of them are Cars 2 either, so. Would you say that Finding Nemo was... What is Pixar's greatest film to date? Would you say it's Toy Story 3? Or would you say it's Nemo? I would say it's a toss-up between... I think Inside Out is definitely up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Inside Out or... I'm so mad that it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Oh, Yes. I was like, what? It won. Best animated. Um, I would say Inside Out, Toy Story 3, um, Toy Story 1 as like just a solid feat of like a mi- everything. Yeah. And Finding Nemo and Wally. Uh, all of All <laughs> of them. Because I, I, I think it just had a hard, like, I feel like the hesitancy in Finding Dory was how can you, how can you add on to a story that's already so classic? Like, what, what would it have made it so it didn't end up like a Cars 2? Yeah. You know? Well, they're doing Cars 3 and John apparently said that it's more about, like, the racing as opposed to, like the spy crap they came up with for two. Mm-hmm. Like, it actually goes back to, like, the Cars 1 roots. And I am a fan of Cars. I know there are many people that Cars is, like, their least favorite Pixar film. I think Cars is a, a wonderful Pixar film. Um, I'm not saying the same for Cars 2. But in general, I think, like, Cars is really fun and great and spectacular. Here's my thing. My biggest fear with Dory was they were like, well, let's do, let's do, it was, it would be like if they were like, let, what if we had like Mater had a movie or like the genie yeah. had a movie. Yeah. That was my biggest yep. fear going into it because I was like, the reason the funny sidekick is the funny sidekick is because that's the point. That's they don't have to carry entire anything. job. Yeah. So I was very worried that she wouldn't be able to do it. Now, Ellen DeGeneres does, obviously, a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, has not lost anything. Like, still absolutely incredible. I think it's because her, the way she voices Dory is, like, you can believe it when she does, like, She's the so earnest, honest, honest yeah. genuine moments, and then the jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, if Mater had a movie like that, it's like, I wouldn't believe Mater if he was, like, talking about... You know, he didn't know his family or whatever because he's such a caricature. Like, Dory is so relatable that... And Ellen, like, I mean, Ellen is so relatable. Yeah. That that definitely helps. What was your... What was the your least favorite thing about the movie? Um... I would say it didn't have enough humor. Like, it didn't have one line. It didn't have... Because that was... I mean, I... It I had like sight gags. Yes. It had like a million sight gags, which is like great. But it also lost a lot of Marlin, 
which the dynamic of Dorian Marlin in Finding Nemo is like what makes that movie so yeah. funny. It's like your classic one and one two. One and two, yeah. Straight man straight and funny man. Straight man and funny man, yeah. Um, and, and without without a straight man for Dory. Because, I mean, Hank kind of does it. Yeah. But Hank is also such a character. Yes. That, like, when he does the funny man bits and Dory, like, has to take it, it's, I don't know. I could have watched Hank's animation yes. all day long. It was so cool. Anytime he moved, I was like, oh! Yeah. It was really good. Uh, yeah, I would say that's that would be that was like my least favorite thing was that there just wasn't enough dynamic duoness that is usually present in Pixar films. Like Pixar films are always the like buddy movie mm-hmm. going on an adventure, and then this one, it really was just Dory kind of just having her own adventure and meeting different people. Yeah. So you didn't get the same. You didn't get the Mike and Pear. Sully. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't get, get the Mike the and Sully. Woody Buzz. You didn't get the Remy Joy and, and Linguini. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get that. You got... That's a very good point. I mean, like, you could say that, like... Even Arlo and... Um, yeah. Arlo and Spot. Spot. Wally and Eva. Yeah. All Mater of them and... have their own. Mater and, Mater and Lightning. Lightning. That's, that's a very good point. I would say the only one... Also, the only other one... That doesn't really have a duo per se is uh, Bugs Life. Oh, Flick. Flick in the circus. The circus. Yeah, but like Flick was like Flick had the classic hero story. He had the cl- hero villain because Hopper was yeah. the clear and villain. Dory didn't. They didn't have a villain. There, yeah, there wasn't it even was, really a villain. It was just like it was a, a journey. Yeah, it was a. Coming, it was a Bildungsroman. A, a coming, coming of, of age, age story. I think my thing, I guess it it's not that I least liked it, but I was just like, oh, I wish they could have done something new. I just, I honestly didn't care for the Finding Nemo references, like, for the from the first movie. I thought it was cool that they I also did... didn't like the crush sequence. Yeah, like, I was like, I, I get that need... they, like, threw it in because, because like, they're like, Andrew okay. Stanton and, like, I yeah. get it, but, like, I didn't need it. I honestly didn't need it, yeah. Oh, the only thing it did need was, like, how the hell did they get get to to California California so quickly from Australia? Like, I didn't need that. I I appreciated the scene where they met. Like, they replayed basically the scene where Marlon and Dory met. Yeah. But I was like, did I actually need that? I don't know. I don't know if I did. Um... I liked all of the stuff in the aquarium... There was a bit of like, I have to suspend my disbelief because I don't know if fish can actually bounce that high or, you know what I mean? Like, yes, but or talk or talk. But at, at the <laughs> same well, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's a it's goddamn cartoon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there wasn't the sense of because it was all landlocked, literally landlocked. There was less like vastness. That That's Finding true. I Nemo missed the had. ocean yeah. because the the scenes where they did focus on the ocean and how vast it is were really effective. It w- it showed like Dory was alone in the ocean. Yes, everything was dark. Everything was dark. The like squid scene where they run away from. Oh, that, that was squid. yeah, that was great. Like. All those things where it's like, oh, that's right. The ocean's supposed to the be the cephalopod. Terrif- yeah, it's supposed to be terrifying. <laughs> and also serene. 
and also like filling like like the ocean means multiple things yes i kind of missed it but at the same time it was cool to see them interact in a different environment yes. like hopping from tank to tank mm-hmm. like i can't you just have to believe that a group of fish were able to um derail a truck <laughs> into the the water like you just have to believe it. listen octopus i'm gonna believe it octopus are like one of the smartest creatures on the earth so no hank really does a lot hank is literally like the muscle of the show of the movie he's very funny it's it's very he he definitely carries a lot of the weight of the like journey that dory Mm -hmm. has to go through and i liked his journey because it was like from the get-go you knew exactly what he wanted Mm -hmm. i was afraid that it was gonna be like Oh, sure. I'll help you. What was your favorite joke? Can I tell you my... No, what was your favorite joke? Um, Like, joke or gag? My... Oh, my favorite joke was Sigourney Weaver. Dang it, that was mine! <laughs> it was honestly the funniest thing, because, like, Dory's just, like, swimming by herself, because she, like, Marlon kind of, like, dismissed her. And so she just swims away, and then she's, like, asking for help. Like, hello, is anyone out there? Hello? And you just hear, Hello? I'm Sigourney, I'm Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. <laughs> She's like, Sigourney Weaver's going to help us. It's just, amazing. We just like cackle. We're like, what? It was amazing. Uh, that one was really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Great. Final it? thoughts. Final uh, thoughts on the movie. A plus. How many, how many tentacles would you give it? I would give it seven out of eight. Seven out of eight tentacles. Mm-hmm. What would it have given it the eighth tentacle? Uh, a ma- more Marlin. I don't know because Nemo was also there. That's the thing because Nemo was there. Marlin and Nemo were able to play off together, and it kind of showed more insight to their relationship. Yeah, like I really appreciate it because I was like, we were separated from them for the entire movie, and we only saw them together at, like the last scene, basically when they, when he tries, when Nemo saves all the tuna fish. So it was cool to see. I it. don't know how they could have given her a, a double, a, a, a somebody to play off of. Dory? Right. Like if Dory found a Marlin along the ocean? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she found Hank, technically. But Hank is more of like a universal, I don't know. An everyman. An everyman. No, I mean... They didn't play off as much. It just wasn't as long. Yeah. They spent... They didn't spend... She was just, like, someone he, she encountered... He was someone she encountered along the way. That helped. Yeah. I really liked Destiny. I liked Destiny. I don't know who her voice was. Caitlin Olsen is what it said? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Um, I would also give it a 7 out of 8 tentacles. But I can't think of, like, what could they have done better. I really liked it though. It was really good. I'm. I cried. I'm very surprised that I liked. It. I cried oh a my lot. god! The shells. Oh. The shells. I mean, guys, give me a story about someone having to overcome through mental mental illness. Yeah. I literally was. And their mom oh, being dying. Keep. <laughs> yes. I'm on board. I'm literally, on board. My like tears were like. I felt like I was like. It was picturesque crying because like the tears were just flowing down and my yes. eyes was just focused on the screen, like when they when her when she finally sees her parents and they come into focus. Oh my god! <gasps> the sequence when she like they tell her that her parents are dead 
and everything's like blurry and, everything's and shit. Blurry. she's like she's like fr- <gasps> I know I feel like that was the first like active actively living through grief POV scene. yeah like POV like literally we're like we in are any putting animated you, movie ever. yeah like we're really putting you in the eyes of someone who is just told that their parents may be dead like yeah and uh yeah or like how she was like are they gonna be mad at me because i lost them and i was like oh, and then when she sorry. when she realizes that like it was her like she got lost oh i will say they did a very good job of hide like hiding what actually happened based on what she could remember at the time because you only remembered like her like you only remembered certain moments and when she finally remembered more you like saw little bits like oh you see people in the back it's an aquarium oh the undertow it wasn't like a current in the ocean it's literally like the pipes of the tank Mm -hmm. since she since she was too small to swim like against it she got sucked into the sewers like it's so they do a they did a really good job kind of like building the puzzle like and putting piece by piece. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I like it. Yeah, I really like. <laughs> because it. I like this movie, which is good. Okay, and that's Finding Dory. What's R D? It's time for everyone's favorite. What's the D? So Disney. Um, before the movie, they showed the Moana trailer. And that's my mm-hmm. deal. I I cried during that trailer because not only is it a new princess who harpoons something, <laughs> like in that little clip, she literally like throws like a little harpoon into something. So she's a princess that can take care of herself. But just the music. Mm. it's so oh she's so pretty her curly hair she's beautiful oh the music is just so like oh nostalgic it's i don't oh my god i don't know i think it's gonna be adam thinks it's gonna be the next lion king well is the new elton john i think i think musically it will be that same and you know what and then he's gonna win a, a an oscar Yep. For like best original song or best original score or whatever. And all he needs then is all an Emmy, All he needs an Emmy. Yep. God damn it. Stupid. Stupid. At first I was like, what's a Hispanic man gonna do and make like, um, like Polynesian's music? Um, but he like, he's co-creating it with two other people. And I mean, he's a brilliant lyricist. So like, I'm sure he was able to like. I have full faith in you, Lynn. That's gonna is be it an... short for something. Is Lynn short for something? No, I think it's Lynn Manuel. It's just his name. Oh. I think when this soundtrack comes out, I will just play it nonstop. Is it the end of this year or next year? It's November. Uh, I'm not ready, but I am. What's your D? On that vein, the full trailer for pete's dragon uh, oh my god oh my god i'm so ready i'm ready for bryce dallas howard to not play a villain i know good for her i'm ready for a dramatic interpretation of that film because like really if you strip that story down to what it's actually saying it's like really scary yeah so i'm real i'm just i'm on board my real d though is um, the short at the beginning, Piper, 
Um, I, so it starts and it's just, you see birds like plucking, um, little clams, little clams from the beach. And then the, like the sea or the ocean will like, the tide will come up, the wave will crash. And so they'll run away and then it'll ebb back and then they'll come back. And it was just like the, like setting up the, like how birds interact with the ocean on Mm -hmm. the beach. But I swear to you, it was like photorealism. Like, it was like, if I didn't know that I was going to go, if I was watching a Pixar film, and that trailer started, or that short started, I would have been like, oh, it's a trailer for another movie. Like, a live-action film. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so real! I was like, what is happening? I think what also helped is the way they did the camera angles for it. It looked like it was a camera that was shooting, like, a live nature documentary. Mm -hmm. Like, it would come in and out of focus. Like, it would try to focus into the bird. Like, it would, like, move. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a very good job with that. It was great. It was so good. Um, The little story was cute. The little bird, like, learning how to... Feed for himself, Feed basically. for himself, but also do it, like, learning from other animals in nature and, like, how they interact with everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cute! What's next for Pixar? Is it? Next is... Is it Coco? I... Or yes, is it Cars right? 3? No. It's Coco. Okay, cool. I... It's... Yeah, it's Coco, then... Then I think Toy Story 4, then Cars 3, 3, then then Incredibles 2. I believe. Hmm. Alrighty. And then Disney has Moana, and then I... Next year is Gigantic. Oh, that's the next animated? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Pete's Dragon is by far... I'm really excited about Pete's Dragon. The most excited... I am about a live action retelling. Yes. I don't count Into the Woods because it was not a retelling. Out of all of it, like. I'm really excited for um, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh! The Beauty and the Beast trailer. Oh! Oh! So I'm really glad I bought an AMC Stubbs reward because. Yeah, thank God. We're putting it to good use. BFG is next month. Yeah. Gotta I'm go gonna go into it with zero expectations again. Do you, have so you read? Had you read the book? Did you no. read the book when you? Were... No. <gasps> it's my favorite Roald Dahl book. Oh, maybe the witches is. No. Oh, the witches. No, BFG is. BFG made me cry when I was little. Well, folks, this concludes our show. So thanks for bearing with us to the bare end and barrel around to see us again. What do you say, Sammy? I say, yo, come back. You hear? Okay, right, are we done? That's the show. Thanks, everyone. You can find us at thedeeppodcast.com. You can find everything there's to know and there's you need to know about us. You'll find our latest episode, where to get our links on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. I want to make a blog post. I'm going to make a blog post this week. I'll start it off. Is that okay, Adam? He's not paying attention. Thank you, everyone. Um, And remember, just keep swimming.
Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Swim away. Swim, swim, swim. Swim, swim. Be sure to bring your death certificate.